and came out to the mission and uh, went to La Corneta for a burrito. And there was a band in there and I sat down and there was all this beautiful murals inside. And uh, I was having a beer and uh, I finished and I think the owner was there and they sent over another beer to my table. I don't know. I don't know how this happens. I just want to say thank you. I'm grateful for everything. So I hope you are too. Here's a little music from Eve of Eden. And remember, keep loving one another. Keep working towards good. Keep working uh, towards peace because uh, we can do it.
Welcome to the Common Thread Collective. Happy Friday, everybody. This is Global Val. I'm here with Diamond Dave. It's April 28th. It's just almost the the end of this glorious month of National Poetry Celebration. Oh my goodness! April was the cruelest month. But it was a it was a pretty. I think April was was a was a pretty cool month too. Yeah. But I'm saying it because I think I have no I have no. 
I have no uh, no assurance, but I assume the reason April is po- National Poetry Month is because T.S. Eliot, has one, of, one of his most famous lines, said April is the cruelest month. Yeah. Could that be? He did say that, but... He did. And, uh, you know, I, I, one of these times, one of these years, somebody... That we know is going to research that well, we and find out go, find out exactly why April that. is National Poetry Month, but it may in fact just be for that very simple reason. And here we have, so we had our poems on the dome. <laughs> we did one more time around the sun. There we were. All right, we did. We honored the four directions and brought the community together under the rotunda, and then had two and a half hours of poetry in the North Light Court. And it was a really moving event. Some amazing spoken word poets uh, showed up. I'd say maybe close to 200 people. I think we did have 200 people because we had 250 chairs set up. Most of them were taken, and there were some people who were, you know, preferred to stand and, and walk hang around. out. I do. Yeah, I know you do. Because my back, ouch, ouch, ouch. But that, that's, 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 that's to be continued. That's your community on the move, Dave. And, uh, community on the move. Here we are. Come on the move, I said. And one of the people... Oh, let's begin. Did we play Ubi? No, we haven't played Ubi Okay, yet. well, hey, you guys. This is Joe Pescoal. Hello there. And this is... Maggie Arana. Maggie. And they're, they're together. They were there. They could give their... What did you, do? What did you think, uh, Joe? What did you think, Maggie? Was it worth the visit? I thought it was wonderful. Wonderful. We're, yeah, I live in L.A., and I don't think... We, we don't have anything like that at our city hall. It's... Was, was, it's uh, think about it. Take it with you. Yes. you have any yeah, friends. it's enormous. If you have any friends on the city council there, we have a board of supervisors who's elected by district, 11 districts. Mm -hmm. So we do get a chance to know our district. In this case, it's Hillary Ronan, who lend a hand, and the the, the supervisors before him, uh, John Avalos, and before him, uh, 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 Matt Gonzalez, who was the chairman of the board when I had this idea. Uh, it was at, uh, at a park called Alamo Square. We could look down at City Hall, and that's where it came into my head 12 and a half years ago or so. And I thought, wow, wait a minute. That could be done. The mother of all open mics. And so I ran up on the hill. So I ran down the hill, and the president of the board at that time was a guy who had been on the board. He's now gone, Pat Gonzalez, who I, was a good, I know quite well. But before he was on the board, before he, and so I could run into his office and say, Matt, I have this idea. It could be the mother of all open mics right here at City Hall. And he thought for a moment, he said, let's do it. In fact, you remember, I don't know if you were there. Remember, he used to nope. come down with us and read a poem every, every, every year. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that was before and so he I was, was part of it. And then uh, John Avalos, he would come down and read a favorite poem. And so it's uh, to be continued. Cool. Yeah, so I loved you, it. I loved the fact it was all ages. When you started with the little uh, the kids, I, there were like yeah. grade school kids, and then you had just a mix of everybody. Yeah. And what emerges after twelve years? What emerges is the temper of the times, because the politics in this age of Trump, mm-hmm. you could really feel it. And the kids, in fact, they came out fists uh, and the fists in the air, at least metaphorical fists in the air, really came down with it, didn't they? Yeah, and they had the some march, serious poetry, the those kids. March, that's what yeah. talking about. Yeah. They, they really kind and of uh, like blew everybody away. Moments of expression, lots, lots of moments and, of expression. 
right. and that's our. Uh, I don't think I was together when I was that age. <laughs> Those were some really together kids. <laughs> no, I think I probably w- would have written like a rock and roll poem or something. <laughs> I, but that yeah. was yeah. that was like really on point political screed. And, yeah. <laughs> and some of that had been some of that had been to Kenya. Was it Kenya or Ghana? Ghana. Yeah, the high school girls. And high school girls have been to Ghana. Yeah. And who brought them was a third of the three of us. E.K. Keith, who's a librarian at uh, Burton High, and so she's the one who's connecting with the, the and brings the kids. What happened without her? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And mm. so this is how this is put together, and everybody's welcome for the 13th. Whether I now 79, so I can say whether it's going to be the Diamond Day Memorial or not. Who can tell? But anyway, it's. Going I don't to be think so. And I, and I love the cohesion, Dave. It's great in the community. That's what we're That's talking great. about. Strangers, remember, if I could get that online, you said strangers becoming friends, mm-hmm. friends becoming family, yep. family becoming community, and community on the move. That's, That's our, our movement. That's our movement. Yeah. Well, anyway, Joe, well, just to say, now we're going to play, as we as we tried every year. Well, first of all, <laughs> let me uh, let me let's say this before we forget. Okay. That this uh, that this. Uh, uh, that this, the Common Thread Collective, is being sponsored by Organic Valley Co-op, Family of Farms, and uh, they they sponsor this, which helps, to, which makes it possible to do it on a very low income. Thanks, Organic Valley. Do you know Organic Valley, Family of Farms? I don't. It they, sounds uh, go, well, next delicious. Time, time, yeah. yeah, next time you go into your organic store. Uh, organic store. I, don't, I look for it. Organic Valley milk, cheese, and eggs. Yeah, they. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think I've bought their milk before. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah. I think yeah. they gave us a promo at the uh, county yeah. fair once too. Oh, yeah. nice. It was like a, a promo going there. Well, yeah, they do they, that. Yeah, they, they support. support all of that. Um, I think there are about two thousand family farms in the in their network. Mm-hmm. It's they there's they're now a really successful large scale business, but wow. they. Um, but they're a co- they work on the cooperative model. So I think they started putting this together kind of in the late 80s to help kind of counteract a lot of this big agriculture and, you know, f- pushing of pesticides and things and um, onto, onto farmers. And they've, they've, really, they've really blossomed and, and helped to kind of write some of the, some of the organic standards in the country. That's George Stephen. Mm. Makes it, and he's he, happen. and he's your he's your friend, Dave. He's my good friend from way back then when they were just beginning, and they're oh. in Lafarge, Wisconsin, in that part of Wisconsin called the uh, Driftless region. It's called the Driftless because the glaciers never never got there, so it's little hills and with little mountains, and the the Kickapoo runs into the Wisconsin River, and then the Wisconsin River runs into the Mississippi there at uh, at. Uh, uh, it runs into the Mississippi there, and and that's uh, it's uh, and that's a lot of a lot of people left after the the end of the Vietnam War and the end of the end of the Vietnam movement and so on in, in Madison, they moved down there and started collectives and communes and cooperatives in that part of Wisconsin. Oh, and that Lafarge, Organic Valley, our sponsors. All right, great. And so yeah, it's all connected, it. like everywhere, it's all connected. Now, speaking of connection, now this is Ubi Doobie Whitaker. And this is Ubi, who happens to be my son. And you can see for yourself, he's a bass player and a singer. He's my oldest son. He's 51. And you're about to hear him. Hey, Ubi, here he be. He's going to say, you'll get it for yourself. Everything is going to be all right. All right. 
You know, sometimes you hit a button and things, you know, stop playing. But that's community radio here at Mutiny Radio. You're listening to the Common Thread Collective here. Uh, We are a small community station streaming around the planet on the Internet. And um, if you want to have a show here, you can, too. It's not too hard. And it's also very reasonable uh, monthly dues. So come on down and, and check the place out sometime. We're at 2781 21st Street here in the Mission District of San Francisco. And uh, you're welcome to join us here on The Common Thread any Friday from 3 till 6. We actually wrap up around 5.45 to make room for the next show coming in. But uh, we'd love to have you come down, share your music, your poetry, your activism, uh, messages from and to your community. And uh, any, any, anything you want to come down and share, we've got a, we have a piano in the house. Can't promise it's perfectly tuned, but it was tuned not, you know, more than a year or so ago. So uh, if you play the piano, you could sit down and do that and uh, make a friend. And uh, yeah, we're here. We're here. Singing at three. And indeed, uh, for, for, for any of you listening, it's free. It is free. So come on, it's free because we're sponsored by Organic Valley. Co-op, family of friends. So that was Ubi. He I sounded great. Yeah. Well, is he? Does he, he perform yeah. around San He does. Francisco? Well, he's living north now. He's living up around Garberville, but not Garberville, but uh, 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 but, uh, but not, not Garberville, but he's living up there in the north country. He's, uh, and, and anyway, and he's got a much, bunch of music, musicians up there who gathers around. He comes here rarely. But if but, uh, the, you and those out there would like to hear more, just go to uh, YouTube and uh, and Google and uh, put in the name Ubi Doobi Whitaker, W-H-I-T-A-K-E-R. He's got a bunch of stuff right yeah. there. And he's also, we always play it from his uh, YouTube, Ubi 9000, U-B-I 9000. That's it, oh, Ubi cool. 9000. And as he says, everything is going to be all right. That doesn't mean we're not, we better not, but doesn't, we're not going to be lending a hand. But it means all said and done, Strangers becoming friends, and friends are becoming family. 
and lending a hand, and maybe everything is going to be all right. That's a good place to start. Now, but uh, uh, what was me? But to step right up. And speaking of that, hey, Joe Michael Pasquale. All right. Good. And uh, good. you were one of the one of the people I really enjoyed hearing. Oh Thank no! You. Did yeah. did you did you get well, up to the mic last night? Well, almost, almost. Oh, almost. that's okay. But you'll yeah, you'll hear me well, now. It's good so. to hear you just now. <laughs> that's great. How did you how did you hear about poems under the dome? Uh, I, I saw I saw it on the calendar of events uh, with the San Francisco calendar when I when I did a, a search, and also um, uh, Richard. Uh, There's Richard. Yeah, Thanks Richard was in. talking about it on Wednesday too, and Kevin oh, and I were talking so. Nice. Well, it was good yeah. seeing you. Yeah. And yeah. hearing you one one to one, if not, but this is your chance. This is a good chance to hear okay. you. Okay. And I believe you have four poems or so you uh, yeah. you'd be willing to read. I was going to read a, a a fiction piece and then three poems. Sounds good to me. And cool. uh, uh, the fiction piece is called uh, "The Invasion of the Money Robots." Oh, <laughs> and and, and uh, yeah, uh, it's a six hundred page uh, novel, and I'll just oh, uh, uh, read a little bit of an excerpt from it. Perfect. Uh, there is no separation uh, between church and church and state when money is a religion. Money, invasion, destruction, the scroll, everything about it had delivered an unnerving experience to me when I opened it. Even the feel of the paper, the sight of those typewritten words, the way its message seemed to be so secret and yet so unbelievable at the same time. The money religion the money robot agenda its rulers were up in high places waiting for the sprouted seeds to sprout everywhere as if their word virus programming had been planted in every period of history to use every human mind as a robot for some end game purpose of slavery and so i sat there and i peeled open the page and i began to read the scroll and the scroll said centuries ago we put a curse on money a curse that infected all men and women who ever encountered it. And the final phase of our curse is coming, a curse that will finalize itself through everyone's fear of not having it. Money, not merely out of greed of not having it, as in previous centuries, but merely out of fear of starvation and isolation. This fear will exploit the innate vulnerabilities of the human spirit, those most predisposed to our control, there will be something different about this money when it comes, and none will be able to stay away from it. It'll be impossible. Our invasion, we're about to enter in the earliest phase into the next. And so he continued to read. And upon reading the scroll, the timing couldn't have been stranger. As I saw a turning point to occur in the next day, only a sunrise away. One turning point that warned of a great awareness over all men, all men throughout the world to wake to a new morning for the first time, unaware of this invasion, fully to become aware of the part they played and served in the machine's first phase. And it was warned, too, that a majority will succumb to their calling and give their hearts fully to the cause. And there'll be no rejection of the deception in the peeling away that comes. For the heresy, those in heresy of the money religion will attempt to thwart that advance by seeking political and religious alternatives and creating rebellious factions to try and thwart the money invasion. 
but their efforts will be futile, and any such successes will only come by surrendering to the poverty control centers, led and set up by the machine, a.k.a. our concerted efforts to round up our religious dissenters for heresy erasures. We already have our covert party members planted in every low, middle, and high place, set in secret in every facet of society, in career centers everywhere. Every branch of government across the globe will be hijacked and its power exploited. This will soon occur to pave way for the heresy erasure programs. And then we'll steer all nations to do the same, for erasure must occur according to the national themes of self-preservation. Through science, technology, we must use to stir collective perspective towards sacrifice for the purpose of restoring social order. This must come to pass as we steer all peoples and nations toward heightened control, centralized. So I leaned back and I put the scroll down. And I feared that there was no escape from the invasion, that it was just about to start. In fact, I knew it had just started the money religion, there was no escape. There was no escape for anyone. Not you, not me, no one. It was the money religion, and the invasion was here. Oh, the invasion is here. Yeah. That you, that, that, you nailed it, you nailed it. I see that you're very careful of the words and getting Thank it you. tight, tightly, tightly written. And it, of course, I just saw that Trump, speaking of the money evasion, <laughs> has just done one of his uh, one of his uh, executive orders, where, so they can where he's pulling the plug on uh, uh, right outside of California, not a Trump state but a blue state, and they can uh, he wants the, wants them to allow, allow money doesn't talk it swears. Bob Dylan said that he wants them to begin uh, begin oil uh, plug, uh, drilling for oil out in the water again. It just happened today. Now, the, 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 the good thing we have, the lucky thing we have, is that uh, all he can do is ask for some sort of report. He can't really do it on his own. He thought he could. I'm sure he thought he could with a, with a, with a, with a mark of his pen. He could say, start drilling, and they could start drilling. But no, thank God, it doesn't work that way. Right, right. We hope. Yep. Well, that yeah. is really, so this is a beginning. So who is that? This is a scroll. Do you have an author for that scroll? Is it... Yeah, the the scroll is discovered in the novel by uh, the protagonist is Mickey, and he's a bankruptcy counselor, and he gets wrapped up into this this conspiracy as it's about to unfold. So he discovers a scroll that's written. It has protocols, which I actually wrote as well, uh, that complements the novel. And uh, the, he discovers the protocols, but as the invasion unfolds, uh, you know, the air is po poison, pollution, All this and, and mind control. Yeah, yeah. It, just, it just goes crazy, and, and he's wrapped yeah. up in this, and people are uh, conflicted in ways that they've never been conflicted before. And anybody who doesn't have money and needs money is, is just wiped out. And and he's on the run throughout the story. So so this kind of a dystopian piece for, for yeah. sure. Yep. Now th that reminds me, uh, Val. Tomorrow is uh, climate uh, the climate march. It is. It is. Is that, is that only across the bay, or is that here as well? Well, you know, I'm not ex okay. Well, it's across the country. Yeah, I know that the People's Climate March. I know oh, that this is a, you're talking about the one in Oakland. That's I at am. Lake Merritt, um, but. 
in the city, I'm not sure. Uh, interestingly enough, we're not quite sure what's happening right exactly in town in regards to the climate march, but I do know that the um, the Cesar Chavez Day festival is happening on 24th Street, and I think that they're kind of get gearing up for Monday, which is May Day. So uh, I, I think that's a separate separate thing going on. But um, yeah, the climate march. Well, it, there's a Chavez. website you could check out: peoplesclimate.org. Yeah, I did look, and I have to say, I didn't see anything either. I saw no... Well, we had the huge March for Science last weekend. That was enormous. That was amazing. We were, of course, you and I were there at at Earth Day. Mm -hmm. And they just came in, and it didn't stop. Yeah, flowing in for a couple hours. Another Bob Dylan. And you don't know what it is, do you, Mr. Jones? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Well, anyway, so uh, since this day... Yeah, and May Day is going to be the, the is going to be uh, is going to be the most uh, return to May Day that's been in years and years and years. Yeah, May Day's got a huge uh, number of things going on. There's International Workers Day of Action in San Francisco by the SEIU Local 1021. Uh, that's from 11 to 3. Um, and also just it's it's a day without immigrants in san francisco may 1st uh, monday may 1st so there's going to be i believe a a, something happening in justin herman plaza starting 11 a.m it's supposed to go all day and i think it's a may day march i know the other another year in uh, 2121 aft city college where i happen to be a long time student for sure is going to have a contingent which i plan to join and if there could be many contingents and I don't think there's a May Day like that, like this, since they invented Labor Day to attempt to uh, take the wind out of May Day. You know, that's why we have Labor Day. They want to take the wind out of May Day, which has the socialists and anarchists and the and the haymarket, uh, the haymarket martyrs and all of that, and, they, and the the fight for the eight-hour day. All of that is May Day. Right, and May fight for, for weekends, everybody. If you like your weekend, you can thank the unions. Saturday, for sure. It's worth Saturday, a whole movement called the Fight for the Eight-Hour Day. And uh, that, that's, that's, the, uh, that's where, the, where the seeds of May Day were planted. So we'll be coming back to it. I think it's ending at, as, we, as the scientists marched up, as I ended, there at Civic Center. I believe, uh, believe that it is. So yeah, there's a rally on, on Monday at Civic Center at 2 o'clock, I believe. So bring your uh, red flags, bring your black flags, and bring your black and red flags. Now, I don't want to sound lazy, but can we push for like the four or six hour day? Well, I, I would. Uh, I, I like that. <laughs> I, have, I mean, let's take this further, right? I mean, this is a social movement. Okay. It's for well, society. It's for health. It's not. It's get against this uh, psychological uh, warfare that says we have to make money all the time, and you know that we can't live on uh, what we do on and maybe maybe less time. That's why I say, give what you can. Just saying. I don't <laughs> know. Just get, get what you need. Good. Just throwing get it out there. Who said the weekend had to be two days? Get That's what right. You can. Where you can, when you can, however you can. In other words, uh, lend a hand. So you have some poetry you want to share with us, too, yeah. hey, brother? Yeah. Do yeah. that. I'm sure I saw you, but I guess I am seeing you now. Okay. I saw you up at the, you were, you were there at, uh, you were there for the, uh, for Trio Cambio, weren't you? I the reception upstairs. Reception yes, party. yes, yeah. That's yeah, yeah, we met up there. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, we shook hands. What a good blessing. Yeah. Okay, that's where I saw you. Well, go ahead. Give us a poetry. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm going to read some uh, short poems. Hey, by all means. 
this Auto one Lance. this one is called uh, Meltdown of the Snowman, Meltdown of the Cold People. It, and this is from, uh, from a, a poetry book that I'm working on. In one day the star rose. In one day they fought the light. In one day a hut rain fell down and melted their bodies of snow and ice. And glory was lost in the morning and shame became their night. In one day sunk their cold footsteps in a flood and I stood up to their blood, drowning at my brows to keep back their hot's evil flesh from singeing me. As if judged by fire, but no fire was found. In one day, nothing but lumps of cold eyes fell on the ground. Black, dead fossils buried in their land left unseen before the first green blades of grass began. In one day, pools of water, lake and rivers were born, and all evils to live in a new history were unlearned. In one day, new seeds, fruits, and choices emerged, and I rose from flesh to red mist, and I returned from two ears of confusion back to one word, never to be burned by the mist and vapor, nor by the ghost carrying me away as I rose back up to the heavens from where I came. In one day I became clouds and water, rain and light, preparing new seeds and soils for the new tree of life, no longer forsaken by shame, Back to something from nothing I became. In one day, nothing from something, and this is where I echoed a shod of Eliot's voice in my ear. In one day, I found a new beginning in my end, where the end became my beginning without any end. In the new time, when all darkness becomes light, and everything ever gone wrong is made right, and all time is forever left forsaken by shame, and all shame is for forever left forsaken by time. In one day when all the hearts of cold men turned warm, I, I, I was reborn. Eternal, I was reborn in one day. One day. Wow. He's got like a, yeah, a snake with his tail in its mouth. That Constantly circling. A dystopian tail. But but uh, with light at the end of the tunnel. Light at the end of it. Around and around we go. Yeah. Give us another one, brother. All right. I, I would have really remembered you. But anyway, enough said about that. Okay. Really, give us another, brother. I'll do... Uh, you said you had four? Yeah. By all means. So I got a couple more. By all uh, means, Sounds of Darkness, Sounds of Light, this one is called. Listen, listen, listen to the raindrop tears striking prison. Listen, listen, listen to our ears and souls crying 
as birth realizes death and shudders our eyes to the dark soul, bone, and flesh. Listen, listen, listen to every tear of our page which cannot be undone. Far behind our eyelids where light is a storm to the dark and all unripened fruits never seen hide and secretly rot. Listen, listen, listen to the dying dew on meadows under every fruit that goes sour to each their own a bittersweet fate as we each near our final hours. For without light, life cannot reign. Such bitter, sour juices for tempted senses to refrain. Listen, listen, listen. Can you hear the light defy dark ears to free the stolen souls from their hearts' petty rush to fool's gold? left no longer rich in love, left broke in arrears. Listen, 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 until every rash voice goes cold in your ears, be ceased and erased. Listen, 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 until not even desolation, until not even desolation utters a sound in your place. Wow. Well, this is Los Angeles where you live. Yeah. And then you, you're, you're, I want to describe you since people are only hearing you that you got that beret on your head. And that red beret, red beret, what's kind of raspberry, a raspberry beret? It's a raspberry, raspberry beret. Yeah, Prince. And that takes us back to our beat <laughs> my days. Beat days where we all were berets. When we were called beatniks, we were called way back then. What's fit suits you well there, Joe? Yeah. Can people find you on Facebook or anywhere? Uh, yeah. Where you be found? Yeah, I'm on and off of Facebook. Uh, but, yeah, I'm on there, Joe Pasquale. And then Joe I'm, Pasquale. I have a website, uh, josephapasquale.com. Joseph A. Pasquale. Yep. And, uh, and I have a bunch of novels, so I've written like 22 novels. Can it, it be found? Is, uh, there's a few. There's a few. They've been published. Yeah, that uh, I had one novel that was published called Captured Mind that deals with word viruses. Oh, oh. That was inspired by Burroughs. Okay, well, I knew Burroughs, others, and now I know you. Yeah. Burroughs, we're done by Very William Burroughs. Very cool. Yeah. You know everybody. Well, yeah. I know everybody, but I happen to be at the right place <laughs> at, the right, at the right time. No, it, yeah. decades. It's more than that. I decades, think. decades. The right place at the right time, for yeah. sure. I, and, and you know, forgive this, Dave. I don't know if if, this, if you mind us saying this, and this is not my original uh, quip, but saying that Dave is kind of the countercultural Forrest Gump. You've <laughs> kind of been everywhere right. at these right, various times. give me a hand, Dave. I'm, I'm going to see times. if I can pull you like gum, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, he, <laughs> oh, I feel it, the energy. Yeah. He's a guy yeah, who was, yeah. uh, it's when motion. things were happening, yeah. he was there. Well, hey, uh, here I be. Yep. Hey, you can, don't you have a couple more? Is oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Got, uh, Thanks for coming to be on the Common Thread Collection today. I appreciate you guys having, you know, yeah. providing this platform, too. And the great Absolutely. thing is that we have these three hours... So usually there's room for everywhere, and my job, my role, our role, our role, of course, is to make sure what is the role of a good MC, that nobody goes away mad, nobody goes away sad, everybody goes away glad, able to do what they came to do, Thank and you. so I just have to keep that to keep that juggling going on, and they will come through the door. So give us another brother. Okay, sounds another good. Another brother, another mother, brother, mother, yeah. brother. Okay. This this one's called uh, prayer sonnet to end. Human winter. 
Let us dream to escape the darkening stroll that deafens our ears and blinds our dance, of which pecks these colors of the soul. No stage lights left for the final glance. Let us remove the gloom where the wind blows and levy green stems up for monarch's dance. Milkweed limbs safe from winter snows, graced by summer flight's second chance. Now let us be seen by our children to be, rainbow winds cruising along the light, far above the dark lamps of our fleeting seas, coloring our shores torn between wrong and right. Let us dream of this, my strange dear friends, no more darkened things from beginning to end. Nice. I, you know, what I like about your work that you've shared here is that you're talking about the the kind of realities and the and the dark realities, but but saying, hey, let's flip this. Let's turn the light on. Yeah. You know, we don't need to go down that rabbit hole of despair. We mm-hmm. can we we have the uh, the capability of of kind of you know kind of turning turning the soil in a way and. Um, not getting stuck in the darkness. Yeah, exactly. And, 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 you know, seeds can grow with light and, and, uh, things die in the dark. So it's good to be reminded of it. Absolutely. Let the light in. Let the light in. Like the, uh, what the old, uh, Aquarius song, right? Let the sunshine. Let the sunshine. Especially in these times, it's important. Yeah, truly. To be positive, yeah. Yeah, we need it. We need it. So, uh, yeah, we really appreciate that. Especially here on the Common Thread Collective, um, I think that's that's kind of what we that's kind of our our mo. You know, it's like, wow, look at all this stuff. But you know, we've got a lot of other things going on that uh, counter that. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yep. We need we need all that input. So cool, Joe Pe- Joe Pasquale. So so you, how long you've been around the Bay or? You met Richard recently, and he invited you down or to the show. Or? Yeah, I met Richard uh, last month, and uh, been reading at the Trieste, uh, doing you know just uh, off the cusp po- poetry with group there. So I, I've been trying to come up every six weeks from LA. Cool. So it's, it's nice having like a selection of uh, uh, poetry platforms, people that are like-minded, you know that that have a passion for for writing and and doing it every day and sharing sketches and and just putting it out there and it's cohesive and it's nice it's just you know it's a it's nice getting up here so right on yeah. well yeah well anytime you're up here on a friday you're welcome here at mutiny radio and this the show is streaming live on mutinyradio.fm and the podcast will go up after the six o'clock hour so you'll be able to go onto the website and find the podcast there oh, wow. too cool so even though your name didn't get pulled out of the hat last night i'm glad you were able to come in here and kind of stretch stretch your poetic uh, yeah, writing no, legs yeah, and absolutely relax Enjoy the event it. so Yep. Right on. A couple other places you might want to check out next time you come up. Or, um, every Wednesday at Sacred Grounds Cafe out in the um, Panhandle, kind of near the Hate. Oh, Hate yeah, Ashbury. Dan Brady. Dan yep. Brady hosts yep. that every Wednesday night, Sacred Grounds Cafe. It's a great... It's a, it's a nice little place, and everyone's really welcoming, and Dan Brady's affable and fun as a host. Um, and also, if you happen to be up in the third week of a month, we, um, I, I like to go out to the word party. And that is 
uh, open mic poetry, but there's a full jazz band that plays behind you. Wow. And it's, cool. it's headed by Daniel Hefez, who is the lead of Nova Jazz. Um, but it's called The Word Party. It's been going on for many years, but this is kind of a, a newer location for it. But they've been doing it there for a few months. It's called a place called Piano Fight. And, uh, piano Fight, I love it. Yeah, and it's uh, yeah, Piano Fight is at uh, 144 Taylor Street down okay. in the kind of the Tenderloin uh, downtown area, just a couple blocks away from the Powell Street Station if you're oh, on awesome. public transit. Um, yeah, that's also a seven, so it's a third Tuesday of every month piece with a word party. Okay. So, um, it's a lot of fun and it's free. It's, it's, it's in a pretty, like you walk in, it looks like a pretty swanky place. Um, but it's a free show and you can participate. You just get there around, you know, early or get there at seven and sign up and you can, uh, read your po read your poetry with the band or they actually create a space in the middle where the band takes a break. Cause some people get a little thrown off or distracted by the music, but it's a fun thing to do. Yeah. Thanks for sharing that. The next trip I'll try to land it right in that time period yeah yeah i i don't write poetry myself but i i think it's wonderful how uh, poetry is alive and well in san francisco in, in la we have beyond baroque which is great we love beyond baroque but um there's so much more here it's like really the the home of poetry yeah it's and, and i just love going out and just listening to poetry i think it's just uh you know poetry to me is a, an art form that really gets to the the crux of life like like i don't think other art forms really can i mean i don't want to say it's better than others but it's just uh i have a different feeling after seeing uh hearing someone read poetry than you know going to a museum which is great too or going to a concert poetry is uh it, it's so raw and i just i love it and the, you have so many choices here. That's <laughs> so great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, right on. It's so nice to meet both of you. You too, Val. Uh, and uh, yeah, like I said, we look forward to, to seeing yeah. you back. And you know, feel free to hang out. And if you find another Absolutely. piece you want to read a little bit later, let us know. And we'll listen to Richard too when he's yeah, Richard Sandorell, because he's going over to Cafe International tonight in the Lower Hate because uh, Richard's featuring tonight. So he's going to have about Sounds a good. half an hour, and he's got uh, a friend with him who's going to play some music with him. So. All good stuff. Really nice right. to meet you, too. You, too. Great. Thank, Thank you so you. much. Yeah. Thanks, Val. Thanks. Yeah, well, hang on. Well, you said you Jeez. already oh, said you were going to hang on for a bit. Yeah, and yeah. Why don't you blow music on? Yeah, I am going to uh, put some music on. And, uh, and Blood, uh, Bloodflower is going to play the piano. So oh, lovely. The piano over there, the mic over there. Hooray. I just know how we do it technically. And then... Uh, Isn't that nice, Dave? That was... Beautiful. That was some beautiful work. Good, uh, yeah. I, um, so I'll play some music. Remember a couple of weeks back or two or three weeks ago, we had the guy come in, come in named Courage. I do. Courage Lost Coast. And he gave us his cool album called Oil and Water, which actually is a two oh. CD set. One is called Oil and one is called Water. Oh, that's right. He's so good. Yeah. This and one so is, the, oh, yeah, go ahead, Dave. Okay. That's, uh, the, yeah, play about this one. I've interrupted you. I'm working on that. It's called Not Interrupting. But Bloodflower is going to play, is going to take the piano. So why don't you put that on? I will, and we'll get him we'll get a him microphone. All right. I'll bring Richard in. And then this brother who was here last night has come on, too. Uh, okay. Oh, good. That's where we are so far. Oh, yeah, I see oh, him out there. John, Jack, John, John from the radical, the radical acoustic. I think he came in. Oh, yeah, John Rodano's here, too. Yeah, he's going to, they're going to be Jack playing Melinder, a Jack yeah. With uh, Tommy Mecca, they're going to be playing a Mayday set. Oh, good. The night before Mayday. So he's going to tell, tell, tell us a bit about that, too. 
So we're connecting. We're making things happen. We're doing what now. We're doing what we do. Be the connectors. Hey, that's what we do here. You're listening to the Common Thread Collective, Mutiny Radio FM, San Francisco. Hell yeah. Light streams through our hearts and windows Warm and bright, broken by the blinds Burning bold white stripes and shadows across our faces As we read between the lines Rearranging notes and empty phrases Simple truth can take a while to find Just as much to tell a lie Maybe I can buy me some time Maybe I can buy me some polarized lenses for deeper vision Prescription pills for when I fly too high Balance, passion, and precision Maybe I can buy me some time Bought my ticket at the airport Non-stop to Phoenix, thirteen ninety-nine. baggage Finally lost my fear of flying 800 miles of unseen desert From the moment we departed I arrived Did my shopping from the sky Maybe I can buy me some time Maybe I can buy me some tolerance for difference of opinion A wall to shield us from the world outside Imported whiskey and ammunition Maybe I can buy me some time Maybe I can buy me some Year of the Dragon 
I might be a whole new sign A full house with Jupiter and Saturn Moons Galileo couldn't find An artifact of accident or design Maybe I can find me some time Maybe I can buy me some Chalcedony crystals for superstition An herbal cure to help sustain the fire Faith when I'm losing my religion Maybe I can buy me some time Still not hear the strumming Can you turn back the clock And see what's coming Is it the echo of footsteps Or sounds of distant drumming Approaching weather Changing of the tides Still no sleep in three days running So I won't get left behind Trying to complete this new world order Race across the digital divide Get a ticket, pay the fine Maybe I can buy me some time Maybe I can buy me some fossil fuel to go the extra mile Another chance to see you smile Maybe I can buy me some time Maybe I can buy me some time Maybe I can buy me some time You are listening to the Common Thread Collective here, MutinyRadio.fm, San Francisco's Mission District. It's beautiful outside. It's the end of April. It's the end of National Poetry Month, and I'm certainly happy to be here. Um, I'm kind of riding high off of the poems under the dome last night, City Hall. So many people came out um, and got a chance to read. And, and if you came out and you didn't get a chance to read, I know how you feel. I've been there before. I, the first two years I went, uh, my name got pulled out of the hat and I lined up to read and then eight o'clock hit. And so I didn't get a chance to do it. So it did actually take me many years to get a chance to read at city hall. So I do hope you keep coming back. And, um, I think next year we'll try to uh, get more folks out of the hat up there. We did have an amazing set of community poets that uh, were had had been in drawings throughout April at different open mics around town, um, and they were all wonderful representatives of the such the diverse voices uh, in San Francisco community of poets. So I hear our friend Bloodflower warming up on the piano out there. So I'm going to turn his mic on and. Uh, and say, take it away, blood flower. Uh, 
Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. Hey, you're going to need your microphone, Richard. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Bloodflower. <laughs> you're going to let me talk. Can't go anywhere without your microphone. Hope this is so good to have you back. That's all I need. Back, Thank you. Bloodflower. Always a pleasure. Always. A pleasure. Okay, well, that's what I like to hear. Like we like to do. Like just to need this microphone. That's all I need. Richard Sanderell is joining uh, us in the studio. My computer's doing nothing. Hold on, folks. Don't worry. We may have well, take no your worries. take your time. Actually, you know what? If we want to want to get you, you get yourself all situated over there, I'll play a little music. How's that? Oh, you're you're a lovely woman. Oh, well, isn't she? Everybody out there agrees. I try. If you have ever seen her, you can tell it by her voice. <laughs> well, you know, Shanti. One of the things I learned. But one of my favorite phrases um, is something I learned when I was traveling in India. And the phrase is, it's Shanti Shanti, which just means like, you know what? Just be cool. Everything's fine. You know, just you know, take it easy. Be calm. And uh, you know what? That is a wonderful thing because we don't need any trouble. Any, any, any community brain is a problem. Like you're going to have prison, 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 prison.
troubles thank you bob marley and actually that was featuring erica badu um a pretty awesome mix i'm not much of a remix girl myself but that one was pretty sweet here we are on the common thread collective hey dave what's up i just got here on my facebook trump's uh, lunch ban he just signed another executive order to end uh, free and reduced uh, school lunches he's just been another executive order this one will uh, end uh, free and reduced school lunches. My goodness. Oh, but he, I thought he was, I mean, I'm, I'm so shocked. He's such a charming person. Well, this is particularly bad. Oh, oh my, my goodness. goodness. Here's a man is, uh, with a, with a silver spoon in his mouth. <laughs> no I fit. know. I mean, tell, tell me, Dave, I mean, in, in your life experience, you're, your your long life of pay, of experience and paying attention to things. Now I I've I've seen you know a few presidents now, and uh, you know there's like George the Bushes were kind of George W Bush kind of out of a touch. War criminal. You know. Nixon. You know. But but have you have you ever seen a, a, a <laughs> have you ever seen a president? Who who might who is ever possibly more out of touch with the real American experience than Donald Trump? Well, so he, uh, yeah. I mean, so he claims, or he just doesn't care. Well, wait a minute. I did. I, there's a there's a couple uh, words I missed that I should put out there. I know. Just to be clear, stop his lunch mom for immigrant kids. So he's making that separation. Oh. If you happen to be an immigrant kid, if you happen to be a double, if you happen to be a a dream kid or whatever. And then it says for immigrant uh, so no free but use school lunch, no health care, no family food aid, and no financial aid. Just put the stamp on. This this is a terrible human being. Oh. No doubt about this. No doubt. Well, Richard, it's so good to see you again. It's so good to see you last night. Well, it's still good uh, to be standing up. It is. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, Richard, what do you have for us? He played a beautiful drum, too. Yes. So well uh, painted. It's uh, from the Jemez Pueblo, uh, and uh, it's done by George Toya, T-O-Y-A. Um, I've I've known George over the years, and haven't seen him for a while now. He doesn't come up here much anymore, and I haven't been down there. Um, But as you can see, he's quite an artist, and uh, and has a beautiful, beautiful sound. Wow, now we can hear. Yeah. If we could see it, that'd be, we could see it. it is beautiful, and let's and hear it. It's been sitting at the house, in, or my apartment, and it hasn't been coming out enough. Well, well And it said, welcome. I'm still here, and you're reading poetry now. Maybe you start, maybe that's where you're going to use me. Welcome Mr. Sanderell. 
Well, come in. I'm glad the well, drums spoke to you. Well, this is going to be my first uh, performance, and I, I'm going to keep it simple. It's going to be a heartbeat. Um, this was the poem that uh, sent me on the road that I am now. I wrote oh, yeah. that back in 2007. So it's called Waiting. It was the African that turned me on. It was the Aboriginal from Turtle Island that gave me my heart. It was the European that gave me my sorrow. It was the American who sent me to war and tried to keep me ugly. It was the Vietnamese that gave me forgiveness. May I forgive myself. Come back to the hoop. The elders are still waiting. Wow. Yeah. Hey. Richard well, Sandra. Hey, Thank you. Well, now I have to get a little more complicated with it. <laughs> step practice, step. practice, practice. May not make That's perfect, right, but because, just might make better. Because you're going to be featuring tonight at Cafe International. Oh, yes, Cafe International for a whole half hour, folks. That's wow. exciting. And... Um, David Erdreich was gonna is coming over from uh, Berkeley to back me up on uh, with sax, and if I can find somebody else, maybe um, a musician who might want to pick up the drum as well. Uh, yeah, I'm uh, I'm honored that I was asked, and uh, if you're bored with your life and you have nothing else to do, well, which is really in San Francisco, come on, uh, come on, come on down. Hey, what the hell? And that's right. It's there. free. At the, and where Hayden Fillmore, yes. Uh, yeah. It's the Clyde Always show. And it's a really cool, I love Cafe International, even when there's not an event going on. Yeah, you know, that mural in the back. Uh, if people have not seen that mural in the back, you don't know what you're missing. That's yeah, right. and the people that are That mural so nice. is just go there for that and have that some coffee and spend a little pleasure. time with that mural. Every time I go out there, I even wrote a piece about it, about Cafe International, about that mural. You know, you can go out there. If you're alone, you can look at that mural, see things you never saw. Hell yeah. And also, if you're quiet enough, you can start hearing and conjuring up the music that's there hmm. within the yeah. borders. That's yeah. a beautiful piece. It's a beautiful place. All right. Well, here's some new ones and some old ones. Uh, we never left the dark ages. Our world is dark. Look at our cultures, movies, religions, politics, wars. We may have learned a few tricks, gained a touch of knowledge, but not much in the essentials of life. The indigenous around the planet, you who, excuse me, the indigenous around the planet who knew we kill and maim, just protecting their interest. Shakespeare gave us Macbeth, a warning, a truth. Trust deceit's best friend, but trust allows itself to be deceived. Give me a kernel of truth of our time. Write us a poem, a love letter that recognizes truth, understanding. Go back to the light, but don't abandon the dark. There are some things the angel of sin can provide that drives those black robes crazy. They would prefer we were all unsexed except pedophile priest and for appropriation missionary style. 
Tell me this isn't still the Dark Ages. Rise, 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 elevate, take us higher, break through, end the civil war in these Dark Ages. Embrace, there is no disgrace. Embrace, there is no disgrace. Beautiful, Richard. Well, you know, a couple of weeks ago, we dropped that mother of all bombs and and the women here were justifiedly outraged and and in the mission to some of the women I heard talk there about there really wasn't any real hue and cry from women. I don't unless I missed it again uh, about calling this the mother. Oh, yeah. So um, it's called mother. Mother Superior jumps mother of all bombs. Humans stand on the corner of Mother Earth and Infinity. They watch, witness, as other human beings lose their minds, lives. They distort the mother. She no longer is the life giver, but taker. Mother Superior jumps many things, but could not jump the mother of all bombs. Mother Superior becomes Mother Inferior, lessened, weakened, as is humanity. When you see your mother, kiss her. Kiss her for all of us. But as with all things, just because she's a mother doesn't make her a mother. Some just pass on behavior that makes them a mother. Mother Superior jumps Mother Earth because she knows Mother Earth's patience is running thinner and thinner and thinner. Like the polar ice caps, her caring for us is melting away. Hmm. Everybody better get a lifeboat then, huh? Well, have you seen the new map? Uh, when all that ice melts, what's going to be uh, left? Uh, even down here in San Francisco, they're, they're, uh, uh, the public, uh, there's that public press paper. They've been doing some good articles on uh, uh, all that building going on down there, and it's all going to go underwater. Yeah, I, no, a lot of it. Yeah, because, um, and then there was a couple years ago, we voted here in the city for Pier, the, the revamp of Pier 70, yeah. which was actually a big community effort. And what was built into that plan is that they were going to build up. They're going to build up the land there so to accommodate for rising sea levels. And I said, that's brilliant. And then you look downtown and you realize that they those big developers and whoever's approving that obviously don't care. Yeah, um, because that's not going to work. It's not going to work. <laughs> not the way you're talking about it. It ain't going to work. Get a lifeboat, folks. <laughs> Get a big one. Unless you're on the hills. <laughs> then, <laughs> then you can have a dock. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Be the island. Be the river to your people. <laughs> oh, that's not funny. But I just have to laugh to keep my sanity sometimes. Have a good time. That's why we're here. Um. Well, I have tons these days. Okay, well, what do you have? Uh, another cup you'd like to do? Well, I, I, know, I, know, I know, I'm just, uh, I got stuff up. I'm just going to read this. I haven't read this for a while. Perfect. Um, and I think we have to remember this. They turned us into cowboys and Indians. As a young man, I wanted to be and believed in Indians. Later, that as a same young man, the Empire drafted me, turned me into a cowboy. I became a cowboy for their Christ and their true God money. When I look into a mirror, I see an American killer killing for the empire. We made war against the Indians because they had what all empires want, resources. 
America's wars have always been about cowboys and Indians. Ask the Indians with the blues who struggle with their own survival testify with strong flavor and color of sadness. Their blood spilled on the soil of Turtle Island is the same as the soils of Vietnam, Cambodia, Laos. For my generation and later Afghanistan and Iraq and all the other wars in between. Bullets to the heart and brain. Yet our wars with native people goes on today. In our current wars, our military still makes cowboys, but in this empire, its citizenry have become the Indian. This empire no longer needs you. It only, its only strong point is the military. So we became the world's killers. We sit and watch as our children being maimed and killed, some so damaged they kill themselves rather than live with the things they never thought they could do or would do. I myself thought of it as an escape, but decided never to shut my mouth to the truth of these killings. There is a mother who reads her dead son's poems. They tell his truths. It's what he left behind after taking his life from the euphemism PTSD. One sees her pain and the hint of tears that will last her a lifetime as well as his father and brothers. As he identified with Native heritage, as well as his Filipinos, he tried to find ways to survive, but his pain was too great. He needed to know we needed him to be a warrior for the truce he held. Goodbye, sweet warrior. We will not forget. This piece is dedicated to the Ruben and Paula Santos family and their son, Ruben Chip Santos. Ruben Chips. Yeah. Well, thank you, he, brother. He went by Chip. Uh, got some. Do you have one more you'd like to do? Sure. Okay, we got John Rodelli, is it? John Rodelli. Right? Who? Rodania. We give this one, and we got John Rodania uh, stepping up, stage left. Here he is. Take give us one okay, more. Okay, I'm going to read more signs. Uh, as I was telling off air, uh, there was a re uh, leak up in South Dakota off the uh, Dapple uh, pipeline. There's been several leaks. And there was also a, a major leak in Ohio by the same people who are doing the Dapple pipeline. The energy uh, transfer partners? Yeah. Um, I never heard of the town I'm from Ohio, but there's so many towns in that state, little towns. So, I, But there's some pipeline. You can check the internet, put it in Ohio and Dapple. But anyway, <clears throat> let me go on. There are more signs. The seventh generation, surrounded by elders and youth, are now in leadership roles. Over 300 First Nations together from Turtle Island, people from around the world in solidarity with Lakota who stand against the Black Snake. Veterans kneel on one leg in front of the Lakota saying what the Usant government will never say. We steal everything, murder those who resist. Vets ask for forgiveness for themselves. Veterans question where is the honor in all this killing at Wounded Knee, 1890. Calvary kills un uh, unarmed men, women, and children frozen in the snow in their death grips receive congressional medals of honor for doing so. Let the reconciliation begin. Rescind these medals. The first step is to begin the healing. Let it royal disturb us, and then the real work begins. Because in healing brings joy. Wow. In healing begins joy. Well, Richard, thank you. 
Thank you, thank you for being here. Thank you for you for being part of our collective. This will be the Common Thread Collective. And here we have Reddy. He's all ready. Is John? Hey, John. Videli. John, John Redonio. And he's he's here with a with a bit of a mission. Uh, the eve of May Day, which will be Sunday night in a cafe. He and Tommy Mecca and three others are doing a a. a a, a, a blossom of uh, Mayday songs, uh, which two of them uh, he's going to present today. So take it away, John. Here we go. Tommy's going to be at, uh, at Burton Beck, I think, Monday. Tommy Mecca? Yeah. Okay, got your guitar. Mayday Let's get so. your vocals. Yeah, and voice? Yep. Right. Yeah. Ready, ready, brother. Give it to us. Workers of the world, together we unite. We'll never have our justice if we don't put up a fight. We're all workers who share the same fate and May Day together we celebrate. We're gonna hit the street, gonna have our say, cause the whole world listens when we're marching on May Day. I'm checking out the news online and TV. Around this world is chaos. Some misery, famine and war, climate change and more, and refugees in need knocking on our door. We're gonna hit the streets, we're gonna have our say, cause the whole world listens when we're marching on May Day. Wanna get a message to the privileged plutocrats? Get the streets all filled up with pink pussy hats. Power to the people for work and for fun, and we're even gonna win over the power of the gun. Cause when we hit the streets, we're gonna have our say. Cause the whole world listens when we're marching on May Day. in the street revolutions in the air changes is coming
when the rain stops and the clouds break the sun shines and a heartache the colors of the rainbow our status quo we're gonna have our say gonna have our say cause the whole world listens when we're marching on May Day Right on, John. So, of course, that was the hey, very John. first time I performed that. John. So, you know. That was good. John, tell us a bit about what's going to be happening on uh, uh, May Day Eve. Oh, uh, well, tomorrow at Café du Sol. What's tomorrow? The Radical Acoustic Collective is uh, doing an all-May Day uh, show at uh, Café du Sol on uh, Waller and Fillmore. Uh, so a lot of old union songs and worker songs, and uh, Marcus Dukas is the person who organized it. Tommy Avercola Mecca will be there, and some other fine, fine musicians. So uh, tomorrow, at, uh, between 7.30 and 9.30. So. Beautiful. Did we continue? That we're music for the soul. That marching in the streets. Right. Well, give us another, will you, brother? All right. Standing up in Oakland, marching hand in hand. Tear gas everywhere, push on if you can. The smoke it clears, I see the sky, I see the, the smoke it clears, I see the sky, I hear the call you occupy. We will lose a battle, the truth will never die. So Oakland sent a message to all humanity. I see the sky, I hear the call, you occupy. We might lose a battle, the truth will never die. There's many opportunities to do so much more. We've woken up and walked through the future's door. You better hurry, faster comes the next world war. Smoke it clears, I hear the sky, I see the plot to occupy. We might lose a battle, but you will never die. So many people's lives, just a big red race. The world keeps on rolling through outer space. You gotta think how lucky we are to be in such a space. Frank McGowan Plaza, Zuccotti Park in New York, Dustin Herman Plaza in San Francisco, the Battle for Seattle, Kent State, Pettis Bridge, Selma, Alabama. 
Haymarket riots, Chicago, the birth of May Day. The Paris Commune, 1871 and 1968. Standing up in Oakland, marching hand in hand. Tear gas everywhere, push on if you can. The smoke it clears, I see the sky, I'm here to call you Occupy. We might lose a battle, but the truth will never die. Yeah, John. And great songs, too. Yeah, and thank you for including all of those different events in your song. I think it's really important for people to hear hear about those things and say, wait, maybe I don't know much about that, and get into it. Historical That's, That's the point. We need to educate people, and I think... It's a good opportunity. A lot of uh, a lot of young people, in particular, want to be activists. The millennials, they they're getting screwed royal by what's going on in this country, and uh, and uh, they need to get connected dots and see how far back this history goes. It even goes farther back than that. You know, if if I had all day to sing, I'd go all the way back to uh, to the Gracchi brothers in ancient Rome when they're fighting for land reform, and then they were both assassinated, just like the Kennedys. So it's like the history goes on real real deep and it's and it's you know it's 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 in my blood for one thing so well all important work thank you for educating thank you for singing and uh and you're going to be out there on may 1st i i surmise from your songs yeah, and tomorrow night in the, the cafe you know, tomorrow we do the, the uh, uh radical acoustic but also on may 5th living wage is doing a uh a Cinco de Mayo uh, uh, event over at the Redstone Building. And uh, uh, if anybody can get over there and help them out, you know how they say, think globally and act locally? Well, the Living Wage Coalition in San Francisco acts really locally. They work with people and, and you know at the bottom of the wage scale and, and, and look for justice and things like that. And so they can really use a helping hand. This is a city that has so many people victimized by the greedy, exploitive economic system, you know that, that you know it's it's just a shame that in this city, uh, one of the richest cities in the country, we have so much of that. So, uh, you know, being an activist means going to the big marches, dealing with the global issues and climate change, but it also means working with your neighbors in your own community. So, if you can come out on a, a Friday the fifth in the late afternoon to the Redstone, that would be appreciated as well. Right, all connected. Well, be a messenger for us, will you, brother? All right. John, and invite them to come by here next Friday, will you? I will. They're definitely, I'd love to see them next Friday, and we can spread the word to the living wage far and wide. All right. Plus locally. Thanks, John uh, Rodanio. Rotten right on. <laughs> right on, brother. We appreciate you being here and what you're doing. We've got poet Jack Melender in the studio Jack now. Jack Melender, it was so good to see you last night, and now we're seeing you again. Thanks for coming through. Please uh, read us some of your poetry, perform some of your poetry. Let us know what you've got to tell us. Okay. Um, well, this one here is called The Gotta Keep on Feeling, Even When It Leaves Me Reeling Because I Can't Just Not Feel Anymore. Blues. 
A few months out of the incubator, this cooing preemie poet supine in my crib couldn't turn over as my bro grew irater belting me through the bars in his angry bib to strike a lyric impulse born of joy may twist it into a worse little boy. Got the guy to keep on feeling even when it leaves me wheeling because I can't just not feel any more blues. If I turned mean early, I had no chance to really live who showed newer brothers such perfidy, but I lightened up as they appeared to forgive seeing me draw dad's ire helplessly, though he'd whip his sons in his drunken rage. I'd take him for a swim through humanity fire. My bros came down to the basement one day, told me no more Flash Gordon would we play. They'd let dad talk him in a study in tech. He said imagination was imaginary dreck. So for sci-fi novels alone in their rooms, my brothers left me in the basement gloom. My new co-star was my friend from the street. At improv play interpreting TV, our concerted inspirations fed hilarity, so I naturally thought it'd be real neat to have him meet my flame since kindergarten. Why'd her liking him instead me so disheartened? I started a fight in which he got beat. Got the gotta keep on feeling even when it leaves me reeling because I can't just not feel any more blues. My dad, mostly gone, moved us thrice in succession. Huge old houses, some ghetto neighborhood, where black or white bullies at their discretion on the street or in class beat up stunned me good. My kid brothers, though, didn't take defeat so hard but fought him to a standstill in our front yard. Since math test days, but not my essay ones, won my father's praise, his tuition funds, went to shrewder bros when we left high school. Dad made me, though, feel like a fool, saying, good sons go to college, bullies never will. So I had to join the service for the GI Bill. My colonel math professor from our isolated base told his ace test airman student confidingly, my civilian English prof was a queer disgrace, though he lit up many a dark stanza for me. When for pushing Air Force pencils my desire lost its clout, they gave me a court-martial and an early out. You gotta grow Cybiz brains so smart, you really can't grow a mind with heart. So after discharge, I buckled down for A's in math, made my brothers frown. Then I changed my courses for the English I espoused, and my ma and bros kicked me out of the house. Drove out west where tuition was cheap, but got waylaid by a ghetto hippie commune where free love proved a vow you couldn't keep, though on to two non-jealous nymphs you glom, you and your artist pal, mine f- fasted to duck the draft, and when I mentioned college, the girls just laughed. I'd use, not lose that GI Bill, so I quit my drugs and smokes to try another way. With clerical and classworks, endless hours sitting down, I'd skate, jog, or cycle miles every other day. After work, stummied down on we, reviving me for lectures on creativity. Three years on, art student and gutter snipe. In interesting times, I found him seldom ripe to take off work to see my profs after class or have an affair with some accommodating lass. Only work days and study for honor roll, but nights full of sirens as the riots took their toll. Some hooker'd take me home to meet her mother. They'd treat me with warm deference and regard, but frequently the house was absent one brother and son. To speak of him was always hard, 
So how that summer would I check where he was at? Just join the poor some night, fight back. That's that. Girls at the office may suspect a college man. Classmate girls who see that he must work. Incredibly, though, either place, a fellow can probably get lucky if flirtation doesn't shirk. Where, strapped for time and cash, with mere technique, I sometimes had a lover for an evening or a week. My black sheepskin was sent by snail mail. They save the ceremonies for grads who don't hit cops. Times changing, school job prospects fail, but civil service warns you if your test scores tops. Humanities scholars toiling far afield, so happy for a gig that leaves them nothing but well healed. Out of desperation, but idyllically, since I seemed to have some tuition benefits left, I took some manuscripts to the university onto a prof's desk to stack them to heft. With my low GPA, I didn't think he'd give a damn, but his letter got me into the grad program. I was two more years in full-time academe with low-pay, part-time desk work again when the government cut off the money stream, so I shipped out. So I dropped out, shipped out with lonely men on a 12-month voyage in the Merchant Marine. Then I made it back to the campus scene. My friends, our girls, my hippie menage once lent this mon monkish scholar Casanova Panache, whose sporadic lovers now made such a sparse collage that I took a logic course and impressed a babe by gosh when I'd somehow caught though a cute singer's eye and they ran into each other. I was two girls shy. Got the gotta keep on feeling even when it leaves me breathing because I can't just not feel anymore. Blues. When you discharge or Rap sheet trumps the M.A. that a final year of classes and some loans win you. They'll take your clerk's wages eight years to repay with fed jobs not PC enough now ever to pursue. All claim as young men the title of master to keep which poor art types court total disaster. The only right of privilege my parchment confers that isn't canceled out by my follies and crimes is this eternal youth that the credential ensures. But you get that anyway, using just the rhymes. Avoid the shame and disrespect, years study, growing hornier, where hard dreams come too easy out in sunny California. Where was that? Where'd you get your master's degree? UC Berkeley. At Berkeley? UC yeah. Berkeley. And you are over here with us for well, thanks for your, I guess that's a part of a long autobiographical poem. Yeah, well, thanks it a lot. It shows the yeah. up and downs of your life. Yeah, well, hey, brother, I, pre on, I appreciate man. your humor. I appreciate your irony and your ability to put your tongue in your cheek about yourself. Well, thanks a lot. Yeah, and thank you, Jack Melander. And on, the, on, on the liner. Yeah, you're welcome, and you're welcome back anytime. I I was kind of wrapped by your story. I, <laughs> I appreciate it. And I'm glad you got to uh, okay, do we be part of the poems under the dome. And uh, <laughs> to be good, and uh, to Thanks, be continued. Jack. And of course, I mentioned for to you to mention to everybody out there. Uh, if you want to hear it, the podcast will go up as soon as the show is the show is over. By the time you get to a place where you can listen to yourself online, there you'll be. Thank uh, you very and much. And to everybody. What was the title of that piece again? Got it. Got to keep on feeling, even when it leaves me reeling, because I can't just not feel anymore.
blues. Thank you. Well, I think we have this sister Svetlania is going back to Chile tomorrow. She's Chile, but she's waiting now for a wind song who's on her way. Oh, cool. So let's put some music on. I will. And, and uh, uh, I bet you have something to read. Perhaps? I do, I do. And actually this uh, song popped up because it showed up in John Rodano's song. Okay, and... Uh Volunteers of America, of course, Jefferson Airplane, uh, a San Francisco band. And uh, speaking of Volunteers of America, <laughs> yeah, E.K. Keith here. Hey, Val. Teacher, librarian, organizer for Poems Under the Dome. Congratulations. Last night was a huge success. It was. I really enjoyed myself. And I want to thank you, too. I couldn't do it without you, Val. It's my pleasure to help you, E.K., because <laughs> you're very organized, and I'm very willing to, to, to jump on your organization train, and, and we, we work together, and we, we, we cruise around and... Uh, and uh, make it happen. Make it happen. Because, you know, that's the secret. People are always like, well, what's the secret? And I was like, well, you just got to go do things. <laughs> yes. You have to leave the house. <laughs> yeah, you got to make time for... You have to talk to people mm-hmm. in person. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's, that's that's how you make things happen. You just go out and, and do, do it. Do it. <laughs> and and uh, as a testament to, uh, to that, 12 years now of Poems Under the Dome. I know. I used to be so young and now I'm so old. Oh, I think you're getting younger. <laughs> Maybe. I like to think I'm, I am. 
I don't know. No, I don't know. I'm just tired you know, I'm today. It was more a long fun. Like I was really serious when I was younger. I see. And I actually I think I'm more fun now than I was when I was young. That's so awesome. if that's what it means to get younger, then yes. I think that's what it means. I think that is. You know, I see like, for example, like Richard Ivanhoe and Cat, and they're like, you know. Oh, they're the youngest people I know. Right? Yeah. They're just full of like joy and they always have these, these genuinely, you know, just thrilled smiles, you know, not like, not like some sort of geeking out kind of smile, but an actual genuine just just a calmness of spirit that allows you to have fun. Yep. And they do a lot of community work too. They do. That's they have really significant stuff. They have the monthly peace vigil uh-huh. uh, and, and in the panhandle. Yeah. That's, I think it's a first Friday. Maybe it's not the first Friday, maybe a third Friday. Something. Yeah. And then he, uh, he hosts on the page, off the page. He does. At the page street library, poetry reading. I think he's been doing some stuff with housing lately, too. Oh, go Richard Ivanhoe. Like some housing activism. Yes, we couldn't, it wouldn't not, Poems Are Done would not be the same without Richard Ivanhoe. Oh, I can't even imagine what that would be like. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> that would be very unusual. Yeah, I mean, you know, whatever big green hat aside, and it, it, could, it could be a cardboard box, but his yeah, poem. And it used to be. <laughs> <laughs> His poem every year that he writes specifically for Poem Dome is a crowd pleaser every time. It is. And this one was really good. Like, I I really enjoyed his poem this year because, you know, it is written two and four poems under the dome. Mm -hmm. But this year was really like an interesting balance of, you know, his natural humor that comes out and some really serious stuff. Like, it was all there. Yeah. Like he really, he did a beautiful job in, in crafting that piece. I really liked it. He did. And I'm, I always look forward to figuring out how he's going to rhyme the number. To, I know. <laughs> and he said, I was writing the poem for poem dome 12. And I'm like, oh my God, how's he going to rhyme with 12? <laughs> and I, I had to do a lot of work and into the dictionary delve you know or something he he used delve in some way i'm like wow good bravo because that's that's a rough one (laughs) 13 ought to be a uh, ought to be a a pretty pretty smooth one smithereen oh the eens are good you could do that i'm pretty good with the e rhymings rhyming for 13 (laughs) that's my friday (laughs) you know i had a fun (laughs) I we, slept really late today. Oh, good for you. I had I went and I, I was working this morning. I taught this morning. So we've got some visiting folks from uh, headquarters. So oh, usually exciting. we have we have a casual Friday, you know. Uh, so as, today was buttoned up Friday? Well, you know, it was kind of <laughs> unclear uh, whether or not that was expected. So I, 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 I erred on the side of caution. But, you know, I, I, had a, I had one of those great workday discoveries in the morning where I remembered that I own more than one pair of pants. Oh, see? (laughs) And that's good to have that kind of wardrobe flexibility. Yeah. And it's like, oh, I do have more than one pair of pants that I can wear to work. Shh. Don't tell anybody. Um, You don't know what pants I wear. Uh, Anyhow. <laughs> you I can know. you can tell I'm a little bit I'm a little bit loopy today because That's it's just cool. been rolling along. Yeah, we did we did a lot yesterday. It was a big day. It was fun. It was. So the kids 
Oh my goodness. Oh, I listened to the kids this morning because, you know, I, I collected the audio, which I'm going to pass along to you. Oh, good. No, um, we'll play it on Yeah, on the, the show. kids were so good. They're always so good. Yeah, they really just show, they uh, they set the tone. You know, you go to poetry yeah. and you're like, okay, so-and-so here and there, you know, let's go, okay. But when you put some kids up there and they're like, hey, you realize we don't live in a democracy? I learned that this year. <laughs> I know it was like they, it was really insightful you know that was yeah so what was was that Amalia and Severa they were from Spark Poets right and there those were pretty pretty dead-on viewpoints from a young person's perspective and the whole time that that both of those young ladies were doing their poetry well I kept thinking I was like we should have, we should have suffrage for the kids in San Francisco. I was so bummed. I was thinking about them because I was like, this is the perspective of young people who don't have any political power and they still have the power of their own self-expression and the agency of that. And that's actually still very limited when it's not connected to actual political power, which is, you know, what voting is. And One of the things that voting is... But uh, there was an attempt, you remember, a few years ago to uh, to get the suffrage down to 16. Yeah, last year. It didn't year. Pass, but the, the way it works is it used to wonder. Yeah, you say one time you don't get it, and the second time you get it on the ballot. And if you don't win it the second time, you will on the third. That was district elections. It could well happen. And the kids will be getting out there. And now that they're becoming uh, politically astute, uh, politically aware, and politically active, I believe it will happen. I hope so. Well, let's do more than do hope. Let's Lend a hand if us seniors can get together to support those juniors. Right on. That it can happen. That's right. That's a great idea. The connection of the generations. That's what happened last night. Yeah, last night we had uh, we had um, we had a wide variety of generations there. We did. We had a wide variety of everybody there. Everybody there. (laughs) It'd be happening. It it was was. both uh, taped. And filmed. Yes. And so we'll play we'll play pieces of it on the show here. Certainly. We could say we could know that will happen. We had a lot and of new voices too. A lot of new voices. And the women are stepping up, as I often say. Yeah, that was good. Goddesses galore, sisters glorious. What I mean by that is that the women are stepping up. Right and on, Dave. So good to be there. So to be the old guy with you you two stepping up. And it's to be continued. And one more time around the sun, and it will come. That's right. Yeah, I'm going to go set the date for next year, for 2018, next week. Oh, my goodness. Hardcore. It's what you got to do. It never stops. (laughs) (laughs) It's always either coming, happening, or it just happened. (laughs) And I think some of the supervisor would, although they didn't make it, would still like a copy of the poster. Oh yeah, there's plenty. Yeah, let's make the, let's put that out there to them. Oh, and maybe you let us know we can make that walk down. I bladed, but walk down the supervisors' chambers, supervisors' offices there on the second floor, and let them have one for the for the archives. Yeah, for the walls. Well, that's beautiful, and I assume you might have some words for today. Oh yeah, for and sure. We're all waiting for. Uh, I have to get my she's glasses. on her way for her sister. Uh, Sister uh, Windsong is supposed to come, to come oh, down. Yeah, she's going to play for Fernanda, I think. Was here waiting for her, and so I've heard she's on her way. They were so good. That's such a good addition to have that. They uh, to, to to have them there. 
So good, so special. There we are, and here we are again. I know. Oh, yeah. it, was, it was pretty exciting, you know, that that poet Aaron Kelly. You know, he drove all the way up from Los Angeles because he, um, he got the community drawing at on the page, off the page, at the... Library. The library, at the Page Branch Library, and... And he's he used to, he told me yesterday he used to live in the city for a few years and so he's like it always draws me back he's like it's never too far to come back for poetry well, that's, like, well, that's cool and he, that's and, where we've been as I said for some generations now and he um, and Aaron Kelly did a really great piece about um, interracial love yes and society social commentary yeah on that. It was, it, it was it was a good piece. It was a good piece, and it was um, a pers- an unexpected perspective, like an interesting angle that, you know, it's just... It, I What I really appreciated about it is that it really highlighted, like, how not simple and that it, the, the whole idea and topic and existence of interracial relationships it there's no stereotype for it <laughs> you know and there yeah so I thought that was real children. cool interracially speaking and yeah that's right yeah and just like how you know some families just can't handle it was right. was, was his story yeah um, but he also had like humor and and love, and it was a, kind of an upbeat poem, even though it wasn't that it wasn't necessarily an uplifting uh, conclusion. Right. But uh, we need all, we need all that. We need people to be able to share their stories. Nuanced stories. Nuanced. Complicated Nuanced. stories. Nuanced. Complicated. Here we be. Well, let's hear something from you. Speaking of nuanced, complicated, okay. and from the heart. Well. You know, so I haven't written my today's poem, but you know, I am. I'm doing. I'm doing thirty poems in thirty days for April. So I know. So this one's from, I guess, last week on the twenty-first. I wrote this. It was an understanding day because you know I'm rolling through peace, love, and understanding. So this is understanding. Second chances are hard to come by, so it's best to offer as many as you can. It makes the world a little less hard, a little kinder. It's a safety net you didn't know you had. It's a do-over. It's almost as good as a time machine. Wow. (laughs) That that's my favorite understanding piece you've you've shared so far. Thanks, Val. Got a little a little understanding there. You know, we need more of that. It's peace, love, understanding, and joy. Yeah. I'll add to the mix. Maybe May will be for joy and revision, of course. <laughs> I don't know. You want another one? Sure, of course. Okay. Have to so that was understanding. How are you feeling about a little bit of love, Val? I'm always pro love. Okay. So this is from uh, April 17th, was a love day. A proof for the existence of love. We could look to holy books, but we might find them too heavy or way out of date. 
or we could look into each other's eyes where our souls expose more than we can say sometimes. I don't mind being corrected when I'm wrong. <laughs> sometimes it stings the truth like the wasp's venom. It takes courageous hearts to have open minds. That was a little love and understanding. Yeah, they, you know, there's a lot of crossover with peace, love, and understanding, I'm finding. Just kind of kind of that way. I don't know. Maybe I should close it out with some a little bit of peace, right? Yeah, bring in some peace. Some and peace. Then we're going to have another poetic peace coming in in just a moment. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. I do love poetry. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a thing. It's real for me. Let's see, I could do that one. I could do the one that I did last night. I like that piece a lot that you did last night. Finish up with peace. You know, today is, I think, let's see, it's the 28th. Yeah, today is a peace day, too. It's easy to photograph war, harder to show peace, because peace looks like birthday parties, picnics at the beach, waiting for the bus, and another day at work. The problem with peace is that it's nothing special. Peace is ordinary, subtle as crossing when the light turns green and the rhythm of your feet become part of the pattern of the crosswalk, yellow and black, yellow and black, yellow and black. E.K. Keith. Thanks, Val. Stick around, we're in the poetry, we're in the poetry hour here. I don't know when we're not doing it, but we're do- <laughs> definitely doing it now. Bloodflower is here, and hey, he's Bloodflower. and he's got a poem that he uh-huh. performed last time at the word party, I believe, to share with us. So I like that one. Well, That's I just want to jump in for a moment. Yeah. When Sharon was coming to meet her, but, but she was not quite coming to play. I had that wrong. So when Sharon just came through the door and they left. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so they're not they're not gonna be performing. No, they're, they're gonna be okay. at uh, they're gonna be at Adobe on May twentieth. Oh nice, Trio uh, Cambio. the day before our thing Casa da yeah. All right. So uh, they're doing the porch um what is oh, it? Porch. Porch something. Beautiful. Uh, so you have some the porch fest. Cool. Porch light. Oh. Porch light. Uh, no, not, uh, no. not porch light, uh, porch fest. Porch fest. Yeah, porch fest. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. And that's happening all over the neighborhood. Uh, I'm sure if you Google it, we have a MAP, a Mission Arts and Performance Project. Now we have Porch Fest. Yeah. And thanks for the word about Windsong and, uh, and Trio Cambio. And we connected them up at Adobe. Perfect. Yeah. Take Corazon Sin Frontera. Corazon Sin Frontera. Yeah. Nice. Heart Without Borders. Um... um this poem, it doesn't have a title. If someone wants to suggest one and send me a title for it. So I will proceed to um, uh, read the poem. I'm up in my room with Gertrude Stein. She's like a personal friend of mine. We cast our pearls before the palest of the blue-eyed swine and get hella fucked up on cheap red wine. She said, who came first? Napoleon the first. She said, who came first? Napoleon the first. The sky was silver and the stars were jet black. I was undoing myself in a shotgun shack and I'd give half my soul to get that kind of mojo back, 
at least half of it back. She said, who came first? Napoleon the first. She said, who came first? Napoleon the first. Hammers and sickles and black cat bones. I can hear them shrieking and I can hear the moans, but it's all just voices of the dead on a broken public phone. She said, who came first? Napoleon the first. She said, who came first? Napoleon the first. I'm up in my room with Gertrude Stein. You see, she's like a really good personal friend of mine. We dissect and we gossip about intelligent design. Then we lift up our serpents and drink turpentine. She said, who came first? Napoleon the first. She said, who came first? Napoleon the first. Thank you very much. Happy Poetry Month, everybody. <laughs> Thanks, Blood Flower. I'm kind of garlicky, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go. Uh, it's okay. It's the radio. They can't tell. Yeah, oh, cool. I don't want to stink the place up. <laughs> no, don't Everyone worry about it. Everyone has allergies, so it's okay. <laughs> oh, okay. As okay. A, as a librarian, Ek, do you have any insight or ideas for a title for that piece? Or no? Um, oh, put her under all I'm the gonna have to think about it. <laughs> I, I mean, immediately, like drinking with Gertrude Stein would be a good title. It's a possibility. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> I do love Gertrude Stein. I have um, lectures in America. Really good book. Lectures, lectures in America is really good. You can lend it to me. A lot of um, in the summer. A lot of yeah, I will. Yeah, don't. Yeah, don't. That'd worry. be cool. Don't, calm course. down. I'm very sure. <laughs> and of course, the or I could go to the library. And of course, the autobiography of Alice B. Toklas. Yes. Yes. Written not by uh, Alice B. Toklas, but uh, Gertrude Stein. Mm-hmm. Gertrude Stein brings me in mind and uh, Isadora Duncan. Ah, say, did you go? No, but Isadora Duncan. Thank you for reminding me, Dave. There's going to be a performance of the Isadora Duncan dances at the Coret Auditorium this Sunday, from two to four wow. p.m. That's at the main library here on Grove Street, and the dancer who's performing it is um, Lois Flood, who was my guest on Women's Magazine um. in March during Women's Her Story Month, and she has uh, been a dancer her whole life. Um, and um, but just probably the past like 15 or so years she's became uh, a devotee to the An Duncan expert. dances wow so she Not called in Duncan is a dancer but Duncan is a revolutionary mm-hmm. Duncan is a world traveler Duncan is a very special person and that'll be Sunday and so you can come and get some books by uh, Gertrude Stein from the library you can ask uh, her I'm sure she'll know whether Gertrude Stein and Isidore Duncan ever knew each other I bet they did and uh, and circles within circles. So I guess uh, here we are. Val. Yeah. Bloodflower. I mean, Val, Bloodflower, E.K. Let me go right the right way. It's <laughs> here been, we we've are. had another poetry show. Kind of a poetry show today. And it will be to continued. And keep on listening. And there'll be soon, there'll, uh, there'll be the release of the tape from last night's show. And we can play, we can, uh, we can play. We, we can play uh, parts of it yeah, right here and get it around the planet. For sure. 
Is that right? Absolutely. Uh, we'll make uh, that happen. Now it looks like you have something you can do. I got a couple little things here. A couple little things. So, you (laughs) you know, over the past few years, really since since I've known EK, um, during National Poetry Month, you know, the question is, are you writing a poem a day? Are you have you taken the challenge? And the answer is no. (laughs) But um, occasionally now, when I think about it, I'm like, well, I could write a haiku. So I've been writing, I've been writing, you know, haikus here and there throughout the month. So I came up with a couple other ones. Um, so this one is fog covered city. Take me into your soft arms. Let us be fast friends. Wow. And the fog's really easy to write about for me. I, I grew up in the fog. Yes, um, you did. I have <laughs> out in the Better sunset. Than growing up in a fog. It, well, there was a little bit of that too, but that was mostly my brothers <laughs> smoking in the basement. Um, <laughs> sorry, guys. Okay. Uh, We're no stranger to that. Yeah. Well, I mean, but a testament though to climate change is I grew up in the sunset, and I, I'm not that old, guys. Um, if you're listening out there, um, I grew up in the sunset, and in my memory. We oh, it was always, always, always foggy. Yeah, it's gone now. We now looked, it's sunny and beautiful. We looked forward to, <laughs> you know, like September, October uh-huh. for some, you know, some pleasant weather, and also May. It was like, okay, May's going to be sunny, and often it would be sunny, but it'd be, sometimes be kind of windy and cold too. So May was always kind of hit or miss. But every everything else, I mean, you know, recess, mornings, afternoons. Fog, and the reason I think it's called the sunset is because there is, if even on a foggy day, there's a moment around four thirty or five o'clock usually when the sun's actually getting pretty low in the sky, that it kind of clears up a little bit. Hmm. But I, I mean, but it was fog, 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 fog. So when I when I was trying to figure out where I wanted to go to college, and I knew I wanted to go away, um, I had uh, a few choices, and uh, and I. I, I really liked Colorado. I liked Boulder, Colorado. So that was that was a top choice for me. And then, um, but then I, I also went and visited UC Santa Barbara. And so when I when I I got accepted to both schools, by that point I was like, well, <laughs> beach or snow. I think I deserve some sun in my life. I've grown up in the fog, so I went away to college for you know four and a half years, and I came back. And it it was a totally different climate. I showed up at one point where it was uh, I came back half halfway through the year, and I was here in January. You know, fresh out of college without a real job yet. Great time, and um, my my best friend and I went and sat in the sand dunes at Ocean Beach every day for a month, like with flip flops and like just a sweatshirt. You know, like it was hot. And so we're like, this is really strange, you know? Is this some sort of heat wave? But since then, it, we've not had as much fog as there was. So I'm, I'm uh, someone la- quipped or had the idea that I should write a memoir called Children of the Fog. Um, you so, should. So fog. That's Feel encouraged. It's a, a really long explanation for a 17... Write it in gray ink. 17-syllable <laughs> haiku. But here's another one. Civilization looks like cooperation in an earnest form whoa 
That's pretty deep, Val. Well, you know, it's just about working together, right? I mean, we talk about civilization and like, it's not civilized. And you're right, it's not civilized, but it can be in their aspects of it that are. Our uh, problem is we expect it to be. mm, Good point. While you're looking, uh, Val, I just got this up on my Facebook page. What'd you get there, Dave? Uh, This is called the, uh, uh, this is Jennifer Joseph. Who, of course, is the editor and publishers of publisher of uh, Matic de Press, and she's having tomorrow at Alley Cat. You yeah. have that right. Kim Shock. Yeah. Post that. Kim Shock is the featured is a featured reader. Postmodern Times, the Resistance reading, number two, the first hundred, the first hundred days, and there is going to be you got a Jennifer Joseph, Tony Robles, Tony Robles, yeah. Kim wow. Shock, and John Goins, and that's from four to six tomorrow. Where? By all means. Alley Cat. Alley Cat Books. On 24th Street. Just on 24th Street. So that'd be happening. And so I'm putting it out there now. There's yeah. another... And so I, I... Okay, go ahead, sister. All right. I wrote this one yesterday, actually, as I was waiting to have lunch with E.K. before the event. It's not... I don't think it's a particularly great poem, but why not? It's National Poetry Month. The pen in my hand is thick today. It looks like it's ready to get to work. Not sleek, but functional. It clicks and prints, and that's all I need to write you this poem. This love letter to your craft, your art, your passion, your intuitive genius. This pen and I want to send words of encouragement to you and your creative tools for symbiotic flow, for eking harmony out of chaos, for the spark between you two, the touch of anticipation for what will become a testament to your love. My pen and I celebrate you. Throw the ball, paint the wall, sing a song, walk or crawl, push or steer, (laughs) pour a beer, hang a light, blow glass into sight. Yeah, there you go. There we go. Yeah, Val. That's a nice. So that's yeah, for everybody. Nice. Poetry for the people. Okay, poetry for the people. This be the Common Thread Collective. It is. And it's good to have the three of you here. Thanks, Dave. And once Dave. again, today is the first day of the rest of our life. <laughs> Let's carry on. I'll see you all next week. Or I'll see you, uh, Val. I know I'll be seeing you. Yeah. Maybe you two, Bloodflower. Maybe you two, EK. Maybe. R- right here. See you around the campus. Each and every Friday on campus, above campus, (laughs) here we are camping out. Yeah. And I want to go through, uh, and thanks for being here, everybody. Um, I want to go through some events happening. Oh, please do. So, all right. So tomorrow, the People's Climate March happening around the country. Check out peoplesclimate.org. It is kind of coming up on the 100th day of this (laughs) administration. and so the, the the biggest thing locally happening here in the Bay Area is the People's Climate March in Oakland under the banner War is Not Green. Um, so marching to, uh, again, stop the $54 billion increase to the military budget uh, that's proposed. Um, and just... Uh, Celebrating workers, the preservation of workers' rights, the right to unionize, stopping attack on immigrants, uh, communities of color, indigenous tribal people, uh, other countries and lands and workers, to protect, and here's the climate part, clean air, water, land, healthy communities, and a world at peace. Uh, Code Pink has put out that event on Facebook. Check out codepink.org. 
Um, but it's definitely a day to rise, resist, and love. Um, that's happening in Oakland, 12 p.m. to 5 p.m. And I believe it's going to be around Lake Merritt. Then um, also Cesar Chavez Day is happening here in the Mission District tomorrow. That's going to be over on 24th Street. Let me get the flyer out here. Um, the 2017 Cesar Chavez Parade and Festival. And um, that's going to be uh, tomorrow, the 29th, Saturday, 11 to 6. The parade starts at 11. Uh, there's going to be a couple of stages. There's going to be a family village and children's area, um, lots of music and things. Also, there's going to be a free dental clinic sponsored by UCSF, and that's for children and adults. So Cesar Chavez Day is bringing uh, dental hygiene to the community for free. Uh our parade's fun. I, I like to be in parades. Well, I don't know about that. But I like to be in parades, too. I like spontaneous parades. Those are my favorite kind. But the Cesar Chavez Day Parade, they're going to have all the lowriders. Mm. It's, it's, it's so, I love the lowriders of the Me mission. Um, and just a quote from Cesar Chavez, kindness and compassion toward all living things is a mark of a civilized society. Hmm. That's right. Um, so CesarChavezDay.org. That is also Saturday. Um, and there's going to be a summer of love thing going on over on Telegraph Avenue in Berkeley all day tomorrow as well. Um, what else? Then Sunday, as I mentioned, the dances of Isadora Duncan will be at the Coret Auditorium. That's in Which the lower. That, that's going to be 2 to 4 p.m. And it's free at the oh, main right. library here in San Francisco. If you go in and you go downstairs, you will find the correct auditorium. Did you ever see the movie about Isadora Duncan? I think it was Glenda Jackson. No. And she has a Russian lover who's a poet. Mm-hmm. And they go to some like fancy dinner and he's going to recite his new poem. And he walks up to the, um, I don't know if it's like a table or podium or something, and he pulls out a pistol and just starts shooting it into the air. And that's his poem and everybody scatters and everything. <laughs> So. Oh, artists. I know. <laughs> she was a real inspiration to many re- artists of, of her time. Like Rodin said that she was like his big, one of his biggest muses and inspirations. Like he sculpted of, her. Uh, That's cool. Fear of Flying, Erica Jong, to the protagonist, Isadora Wing. Hmm. You know, same like Isadora kind of, thing, kind of name. Yeah. It's a nice name. It is. I had a student from... Chile named Isadora right yeah. now. So go check that out. It's going to be really um, cool. And and it's not just dance. It's it's also kind of incorporated with a little narrative and Q&A and things like that. So you get a little history of Isadora Duncan, who was born in San Francisco, by the way. Just saying. Like Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> <laughs> Abe Lincoln was born in San Francisco? I didn't know. Fake news. <laughs> Learn Fake something news. new every day. I'm librarian. <laughs> Fake news. Oh, is that an alternative fact? That yeah, is, that's, that's that's one of my alternative <laughs> blood flower facts. <laughs> like, that the Berkeley was founded by L. Frank Baum. That's another one of my. <laughs> oh, it feels like Oz sometimes. It sure does. God bless it. Um, flying monkeys and all. Yeah. Speaking of Oz and flying monkeys, there's going to be an event in the Tenderloin National Forest on Sunday. Uh, the Now Share Love 
organization is officially launching in celebration of the Global Love Day. That's Sunday, April 30th. Did you know we had a Global Love Day? Isn't every day I didn't know the sharing was involved. That's right, EK. The sharing involved. So (laughs) from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m., Sunday 30th in the Tenderloin National Forest. You heard that right. It is a a cool little spot um, in the Tenderloin. Uh, It's a, a day of... Okay, it says, please join us at the Sunday Street San Francisco event in the Tenderloin. Hey, Sunday Street. Really? I didn't know they were doing it in the mm. TL. Me neither. For now, inter- where exactly can we find this? What streets are we talking about? You know, I don't Probably know. St. Anthony's? I know about the, ne- the National Tenderloin Forest. It's it's an alley that's been mm. converted with murals, and, and they have a lot of community events in there. Oh, cool. I don't know exactly... Yeah the address but this check out now sharelove.org and they have information apparently right sunday streets is doing it not to be That's confused cool. with clown alley no no or door State, alley. stay clear of that there is an isadora duncan alley in there san francisco is. there yeah, is there's an alice b toklas yeah. too mm. although um, we don't have gertrude stein just alice b toklas what's oh. up with that san francisco well ek <laughs> We have to get some things changed. <laughs> we got to change some things for the better. Oh, here we go. Okay, I just needed to read further. Um, our friends at It's Your District are hosting the whole block of Ellis between Hyde and Leavenworth for the oh. Summer of Love 50th anniversary, on which you can find uh, the booth for this Now Share Love group and help celebrate the official launch of this co- group. Um, yeah, so going down... It. Sounds Global like Love Day. That's Sunday, eleven to four. And if you're in, you're just very close to the library, so you go down there from two to four for the Isadora Duncan dances. Oh, also on a, on a kind of a sad note, um, a poet uh, who was very active in the East Bay, Paul Elias Taylor, um, passed and moved on to the other to the other oh. world not too long ago. To the, to the big poetry open mic in the sky. Oh, my God. I think I need a little more peace than that. Um. <laughs> Where people can read as many poems as they want. There's no time limit. Or as few. You're I, always the feature. I guess some people would consider that heaven. <laughs> the Paul Elias Taylor Celebration of Life is also Sunday the 30th at the Redwood Gardens, 2951 Derby Street in Berkeley. That's from 12 to 3 p.m. Well, I'm going to keep Paul Elias Taylor and my thoughts. Yeah. And then on Monday, a couple of things about the um, A Day Without Immigrants here in San Francisco. Justin Herman Plaza, 11 a.m. Uh, action's going all day till 5. Big march. And um, also... Also, the International Workers' Day of Action in San Francisco, organized by the SEIU Local 1021, 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. So let me read you a little bit of the information about that. So um, International Workers' Day, SEIU. Uh, On International Workers' Day, we honor the sacrifices of workers and immigrants that have made it made it in the fight for justice seize the moment in history demonstrate the strength of working people standing together show that we're ready to defend worker and immigrant rights against fear and hate and that we have the power to stand up to the threats facing working families and our communities 
By building a mass movement in the streets that unites all of our struggles, we can win our fight for justice and dignity. There's 11 a.m. rally and march beginning at Justin Herman Plaza and a 2 p.m. rally at Civic Center. Right on. So that's the International Workers' Day of Action. Well, SCIU is only one union involved. There are going to be many unions involved. Right, right. That's one contingent. Right. I, believe, I know that uh, Local 2121 AFT, City College, are going to have a contingent, and I think many others. That's one of many, I think, and I hope, and I believe that's going to be true. Go ahead, sister. All right. And then just the the more of an umbrella thing, the A Day Without Immigrants. Resist, unite, and organize. May 1st is known throughout the world as International Workers' Day. The day was the result of the struggle to have an eight-hour workday, and it started here in the United States. It is a day where the working class show who has the power in society. In 2006, it was the immigrants, largely the Latinos, who gave the, gave the tradition new life in the, in the United States. A day without immigrants. On May 1st, we will not go to work, to school, we won't shop, bank, or purchase anything online. We'll show the power of our labor and our dollar in order to reject discrimination and hate laws. We'll rise up, stand up, resist, protest, and defeat Trump's pro- program to build a wall and deport over 3 million immigrants and refugees. No ban, no wall. Stop the ICE raids and deportations. Defend all immigrants regardless of status. Stand up against racism, sexism, xenophobia, and bigotry. Stop the attacks on Mexico. Stop the attacks on Muslims, people of color, women, LGBTQ, workers, and the poor. Defend our unions. No to a U.S. war and and intervention abroad. No to environmental destruction. Defend and defend public education. So a day without immigrants, you can be part of that too. Um, May Day. May Day. Day. Long before International Workers' Day was uh, uh, dancing around the Maypole. That's called what? What's that day called? An old pagan holiday called Beltrain, I think? Oh, yeah. Belt. Belt, yeah, something like that, that yeah. Beltrain. Beltrain. So that goes, well, that's the Maypole. is like so many pagan holidays, including many Christian holidays, began with before, long before there was Christianity, long before, and it's called Beltrain. And that's why people dance, that's why the kids dance around the Maypole without even knowing why they're dancing around the Maypole. But that, go, that goes back, 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 back. So both of them are to be celebrated. May Day, Workers' Day, and Beltrain. Google it. Look it up, and there you'll be. All right. One other thing that I it's kind of related, but also kind of fun, and something that you can do from the comfort of your home or a payphone if you find one. I've seen a lot of payphones. Don't laugh. There are there are still (laughs) payphones. There's not very many, but they're out there. They are not completely extinct. So, (laughs) they're scarce as hen's teeth, but they're not. They're still around. So, um, our, 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 <laughs> the president, <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Now? So, okay. So there was, you know, he signed an executive order in January. Um, so on uh, this, this past week, the department of Homeland security rolled out a new office designated to protect the victims of crimes committed by illegal immigrants. Okay. And as the latest attempt by Trump to crack down on illegal immigration in the United States, the White House also launched a new hotline so that victims or witnesses could easily report um, allegations of criminal incidents. Allegations. Hmm. All right. That's terrible. But 
Immigrants rights activists have organized online under the hashtag Alien Day <laughs> and are claiming that they that they have quickly overwhelmed Trump's hotline with complaints of crimes committed by space aliens. They're the worst. <laughs> Surrounded by the families of victims of crime committed by undocumented immigrants, Homeland Security Secretary John Kelly announced the Victims of Immigration Crime Engagement Office, also called VOICE. So, um, so but if, if you would like to um, participate in, in hashtag Alien Day and call the hotline and let them know about you know atrocious actions that space aliens have um have br have brought upon you you may call this number 855-488-6423 again that's 855-488-6423 and you can tell the Department is of Homeland. Is that an 800 number, Val? And no, it's not even yeah. free. I welcome our the space brethren and sisters. You know, I, I'm pretty mm -hmm. sure, like, I was driving through New Mexico one time, and I'm pretty sure I saw a UFO. Okay. Well, but I don't at, remember. Did it wink like, at you? You know, I Sometimes mean, they you know, I, very I wasn't anywhere near, what's that famous town in New Mexico? Roswell. Roswell, yeah, I was nowhere near there. Mm -hmm. Well, that's what but, looking at. But, you know, there's always weird stuff in the sky. Who knows? Who's Just wave true. at them. Just go, it's hey. Uh, I try to be friendly. Hey, yeah. Well, friendly is good. Yeah. I like aliens. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Aliens have come down from outer space and have, have of, sucked your soul. Are they, they taking our jobs, too? Well, they may. <laughs> I think they... they Are the space aliens taking our jobs? Through their uh, through their technology that they've been feeding the planet, I've Perhaps. seen them in the neighborhood. They're a definite threat. Yes. So, if you would like to call the um, the anti alien number <laughs> again, eight five five four eight eight six four. I like their big black two, eyes. That's true. It's and big black sexy eyes, <laughs> and insect heads. <laughs> And their their long fingers. Do they're, they play violin? They're insectoid heads with those. I always thought they'd be hands. good at violin with those really long fingers. I don't know. I you know. Or piano maybe. Yeah, that, you know that's uh they have a whole ah, different piano. notation. They have a whole different notation. Oh huh. You know it's the uh, what do they call it the uh the the vibrations of the spheres or whatever. Oh right. That, that whole thing. They have musical note like just is like reading music but right, different. Right. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. It's challenging. It's like I'm still to, figuring yeah. out how to read music. Yeah, the thing is, um, it's hard. Give up. To just give up. <laughs> <laughs> just give up and just play. No, just you, play the instrument. As long as you know reading. what key it's in and you land on the same note you started, that's the secret. Oh, all right. That's well, all that's helpful. Know. No one's ever told me yeah. that before. I'm going to go try that. Yeah. Well, thank you for the banter, everyone. <laughs> it's been real that's fun. What we're here for. You Thanks. know. Thanks for holding it down, Val. You can read poetry and banter. It's all I have to offer here. Um, also, I will offer another helpful tip. Uh, it is spring, so if you're going to be enjoying the outdoors, you may want to protect yourself against actual uh, insects and things that want to uh, to harm you and your animals. And if you don't like bug repellent that they sell in the store, all that crazy poisonous stuff, a little um, a little essential oil 
that you can um, spray on or rub onto your clothes is a nice repellent against ticks and mosquitoes and black flies and things mm-hmm. like that. So like lemon, lemon, lavender, lemongrass, pennyroyal. Love it's helps. Very effective. If you if you establish a loving connection with the in- insects, they'll leave you alone. You know, I I have had. F- people talk about yeah. their conversations with the with the mosquito king and have not been bothered All since right. also by b12 if you get get your b vitamins up it makes your sweat smells funny and they don't want to bite you yeah stay safe out there everybody and go enjoy the outdoors while yeah. we still can and if you're going to bicycle at night wear white and a helmet amen all right. And that's the P- those are the PSAs <laughs> as we enter into the Climate March weekend. Now we're going to go play quarters with grain alcohol. That reminds me of my childhood. That's how I grew up. I was really good at quarters as a kid, but I was, the only, I was a little kid. I realized I was really good because I was the only one who was sober. On the wall
You are listening to the Common Thread Collective here on MutinyRadio.fm, San Francisco. And uh, thanks for joining us this afternoon. We've got one more guest who has shown up in the studio. What's up, Tommy Church? What's going on? I'm doing a performance in a couple of weeks on May 17th at a place called Sacred Grounds. Maybe you know it. It's been there since the 70s. I think since 1972, in fact. Mm-hmm. And it's at 7 o'clock. It's about 20 minutes. And uh, I'm going to be reading porn, either solo or with some musicians, similar to the um, police brutality thing I did a couple, a few months ago. I may even show a movie. I don't know. See, I'll see how I feel. I might show some kind of like porno film on the ceiling while I read from text, you know, basically. Well, that would be interesting. I know yeah, we've got kind I've of that before. kind of a blue-haired crowd that shows up there. It might be really exciting for everybody or 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 not. <laughs> yeah, right. I know a couple of hippies who said they won't show up, you know. I see. Because I think they're offended by such material, you know. Huh. People still get offended by these things for some reason. I don't know why. But uh, you don't seem like you're offended. I will. I guess this would be a matter of taste. You yes. Know? You know, you, you, you're into what you're into and you're not what you're not into. So, um, but that's on the 17th of May. You got it. Sacred Wednesday. Grounds. Cool. Sacred Grounds is a cool spot. So you're kind of being part of featuring at the Sacred Grounds poetry. Yeah. Right yeah. on. Yeah. All right. Well, that sounds like a, an interesting twist to uh, the poetry evening there. First time I've read there, actually, I think. Yeah, first time. Maybe right first on. time in 20 years, I don't know, something like that. All right. Well, good stuff. Thanks for coming by. Uh, just wrapping up here at the end of the show. Um, it's been an, a really lovely afternoon with everybody. And then, again, thanks to everyone who came out to City Hall last night. And we will be doing it again next year for the 13th Poems Under the Dome. I think we should just call it the Baker's Dozen. And uh, Diamond Dave, you want to bid everyone adieu? Okay, I do, folks. To be continued. And there they are. I see the other folks are coming in for the comedy hour. Hello. Yep. Happy hour's coming up. Happy hour. And so, hey, thanks for coming through. You just got here just in the nick of time. And we're casting that wide net. We're finding that common thread. And we're letting life flourish once again. Hey, Val. Hey, guys. To be continued. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Sure. Thanks for being here. Here's some music to take us out. Eve of Eden. A song dedicated to the uh, Women's March. Eve of Eden Music.com. Eliza, Eliza Hava. Rise. Peace. Love you. Has been handed a gun. Mother's been raped and abused. Daddy's got one foot in the grave. He's still crying over someone he couldn't say.
wondering into my eyeballs with a needle? Well, that's an excellent question. I'm so glad you asked. Statistics show that no. No, you should not inject bleach into your eyeball with a needle. Paid for by the committee to stop injecting bleach into the eyeballs with needles. The Ministry of Lava manages our national lava resources to ensure that we will always have a steady supply of lava to operate the nation's active volcanoes, which in turn power our cities and methamphetamine labs. As a matter of national security, we need to reduce our dependence on foreign lava, which means an expansion of domestic lava drilling. As your chancellor, I will build lava wells all over the country, as well as secure access to more lava fields by invading Hawaii. Imagine orange gold spurting out from school playgrounds on the Great Plains and illuminating the Nebraska sky like fireworks on the 4th of July. Magma oozing over the rolling hills of Kentucky. Volcanic ash settling gently over homes in New England like fresh gray snow. If you want global lava markets to continue to be dominated by terriblest regimes like Iceland, Chile, and the Philippines, vote for my opponent, who sits in their back pocket as comfortably as Pahoehoe on the slopes of Kilauea. If you want the United States to stay competitive in the era of peak lava and beyond, then take a chance on the Chancellor. Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Well, shoot. From time to time, I've given it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things, dude, before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! We are Unleash the Rain, and we're coming to you streaming live every Tuesday from 4 to 6 p.m. here at MutinyRadio.fm in the Mission in San Francisco. Because we need more rain in San Francisco. Yes, we're still in a drought here in California, but this is a business show, you silly man. Uh, I was hoping for a rain dance. Well, why, that would be a lot of fun, and we do have a lot of fun on the show. What we do is we help small and medium-sized businesses leverage technology to increase revenue and reduce expenses and make it rain for your business. Are you sure it's going to be fun if I listen? We are very fun. We're also real world. We are not messing around. We're going to give you the real deal. Cool. So 
I can send an email to Vincent at Unleash the Rain or Stacy at Unleash the Rain and ask my business question or my yes. technology question. Absolutely. Ask us your business and technology questions. We would love to answer those on the air. And then listen to our podcast or listen to us live on and, Tuesdays. And also Tuesdays. check us out on Facebook at Unleash the Rain. Well, hey there, San Francisco. If you're looking for some delicious late-night food, I suggest you mosey on down to Bender's Bar. Inside, you can find counter-offer, and my offering you amazing late-night food and snacks. Try the chicken biscuit. It's like your stomach's in a tasty tornado. They have exceptionally great daily ground sustainable burgers with sides of tater tots, grilled asparagus, and delicious zucchini, and creamy-licious mac and cheese. You like tacos? They got them! And from the specials, very deep fried fish sandwich to a stoner burger with a donut bun. What are those crazy potheads gonna come up with next? Go to the counter offer inside of Brenda's Bar at 800 South Van Ness Avenue, San Francisco. It's located between 19th Street and 20th Street in the Mission District. Open seven nights a week from 5 to 10 p.m. or later. Counter offer, son! The dictionary definition of the adjective eclectic is selecting or choosing from various sources. When Bay Area musician J.D. Buell brings you Morning Train Wednesday, 10 a.m. to noon on Mutiny Radio, that is exactly what he does. Select music from various sources to give you a unique listening experience. Rock, pop, jazz, bluegrass, gospel, funk, reggae, folk, blues, country and western, electronica, soul, disco, rhythm and blues, punk and post-punk come together with music from around the world with Buell's passionate and down-to-earth delivery. In an age of personal music delivery systems, J.D. Buell carries on the values of progressive FM radio when a listener could actually have a relationship with a programmer, someone who would create an eclectic musical environment wherein both listener and host find fulfillment. The Morning Train with J.D. Buell, Wednesday, 10 to noon on mutinyradio.fm. Freeform radio for free minds. This is a story of three strangers hosting an open mic. When comics stop being polite and start getting real. This is the Sick Sad Open Mic. Every Tuesday from 8 to 10 p.m. and every fourth Tuesday is our Sick Sad Showcase. Brought to you by Adrian Villalone, Valerie Vernali, and Katie Carnes. See you there, angsties. You're standing on my neck. Good evening there, my friends here at MutinyRadio.fm. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. 
And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's underground comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's Deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere five dollars every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because five dollars, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere five dollars is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere. Like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse. Or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? It's a cash cock, honey. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm. 